Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Colossians chapter 1 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We'll review key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. So let us get started. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father. Thanksgiving and prayer. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people. That faith and love that springs from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is faithful minister of Christ on our behalf, and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, so that you may have the great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of His holy people, in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins, the supremacy of the Son of God. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven for making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. If you continue in your faith, establish and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven, and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. Paul's labor for the church. Now I rejoice in what I am suffering for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regards to Christ's afflictions, for the sake of his body, which is the church. I have become its servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness, the mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the Lord's people. 
To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this ministry, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this end I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. This is the end of the reading. So let's understand what Paul is saying here. Paul is basically describing that Jesus is the master of the universe, that everything is owned by Jesus, that God created the earth and created the heavens, created the universe. And at his head is Jesus. So not only is he the head of the church, but he is the head of all natural things. And he basically tells us that we are to revel in this mystery and in this revelation, and that we are to understand that there is nothing else that we need to worship, there's nothing else we need to desire, and that our mind and our bodies that were once our enemies because we didn't know Christ, now are our friends and our ally in helping us understand the true uh, awesomeness and divine nature of Jesus. And so for this amazing wisdom, this amazing revelation, we thank you, Lord. And let us just pray, Father God, thank you again for revealing this truth to us, to your servants, to your people who are not deserving of you, but to whom you have sent Jesus and through his physical death on the cross has paid the physical cost for all of our sins from now until eternity. Lord, we thank you and we ask that the power of the Holy Spirit be among us. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Colossians chapter 1. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.